Hi, ladies and gentlemen, you are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales here in sunny Southern California. That gentleman out there is Rick Levy, also in sunny Southern California. Uh, Rick, this is interesting. This brand that we're getting that we got today, that we got a few weeks back, actually. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce this because I've never it's the packaging is beautiful. I'm going to tell you right now. This box is like over the top. It's like a blue foil and, and it magnetic. We're starting to see a lot of the magnetic um, flaps to go up and down like that. Um, I was telling Rick on camera, I think that this initially, this, yeah. I, initially, I think that this brand was, um, I, I'm, I'm thinking that it was designed for um the asian market because it because even the logo looks a little bit like like i like an I Ching. It, it almost if you're not you know if you don't if you see it on the on the shelf it's like what language is that you know and then you you get up close and it says it's o n r estoico indigo all right uh i i i didn't run a google a google translate on estoico i've never uh, that's a word in Spanish I've never heard. If indeed, if indeed it is in Spanish, um, did you did you figure did you do something like do any translating on this at all? No, I was just grabbing my uh, copy of the. Oh, there you go. See if I could uh, <laughs> find a graphic I could flash to. Well, you know, uh, it looks like a Chinese coin. You know, like it, like uh, I'm not yeah. familiar with that because I I I do a I don't do a lot of feng shui, but I've got books on it. And and I know it's an ancient art. I mean, it's old, and and uh, it's more about space and geometry and um, and direction. And so uh, some of the lucky some of the lucky things that you can carry with you are Chinese coins, which you can you can buy online. You can get them, you know, the replicas on on Amazon. So it so it looked to me like a like an I Ching or a Chinese coin or a symbol, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Am I reaching for it? I don't know. But let's let's. Yeah, let's, I think you might be reaching a little. But I see okay. what you're saying. You know, there's. Uh, well, I mean, um, it's it's flashy. You know, a lot of times you'll see the symbols of the I Ching formed in this circle and. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. So anyway, um, regardless of what it looks like, I mean, this is a nice bottle, a very familiar looking bottle. I, I think. think. I think if you look at some of the details, some of the some of the patterns on these rings, I think it has kind of an Aztec influence as well. Could yeah, well yeah, you know, um, it's very tactile too. I like the I like the feel of the of the the bottle, the labels. Um, I like the the box is beautiful. Like I gotta say, if, if it's outside of the box, this this bottle may not do much. Yeah. See how it looks like a, it looks like a coin. It looks like looks like I Ching. It looks like you need to toss or a rune or something, you know. Uh, anyway, this bottle is a Mike's smoke. Getting mystical on us. Uh, hey, tequila is mystical. Get. I know that. I know that you're not. This is a smoked hey, bottle. You could see Mike in the reflection in my bottle. Yeah, isn't that cool? It's almost like a, okay. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Cover me up. Um, the, uh, yeah, so as you're saying about the bottle, there's uh, some cool effects going on with these bottles in this line. Yeah, um, I I think this style bottle, if I'm not mistaken, reminds me a little bit of uh, the the same type of bottle that uh, Tromba used to come in, 
and I think Tromba, when when they moved to distilleries, they actually upgraded their branding and their bottling. So, uh, but anyway, it's a this is a this is a the um, the cork is plastic. So, I'm gonna, yep, yeah, it's a nice, it's really it's nice, uh, like a wine cork, isn't this like a wine cork? I think it, I think it's glass with a it. I don't know. It might be glass with just glass or some plastic yeah. stopper there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah look it, at the look at the ridging on there. <laughs> there's well, there's ridging, you know, so it so it sticks to the bottom. Can you smell anything? I wait. Oh wait. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Wait, I smell yeah, yeah, really. Put it on your pulse points. <laughs> Uh, so I know we're going, we're, we're spending a lot of time on the packaging, but folks, this is very, for those of you listening to us on the podcast, you don't know what we're looking, what we're looking at or what to expect. So, you know, when you see it, you'll know it. Oh, it comes in a smoke bottle. It's got, you know, the shoulder, the little broad shoulders. It's a narrow bottle, but yeah. uh, good hand feel and, and um, beautiful, beautiful box. I don't know if you'll find it in a box, in a bar somewhere, but you might. I'm going to pour mine in a Stasso Jarrito for tequila. We are drinking the Blanco. As am I. And, uh, oh, bubbles. Wow, lingering bubbles. You know how I love bubbles, oh, man. Yeah. Mike's going to wash his hair. Yeah, that's it. What's what's left of my hair? <laughs> I, I need a mohawk like you, man. I, I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to gel like three <laughs> or four hairs. I got, I got more of the, more, I got kind of like the Bart Simpson thing going. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, from what we could discern on the cork, which is a plastic cork, uh, it's a clear plastic or plexiglass. And it reminds me of some of the wine corks that we get every once in a while, but I like those corks because they're really, they secure very well. Yeah. So have we have crumbs falling into your juice. Well, yeah, you don't want, you don't want the, you don't want the, the, or you don't and now this this it's a clear type Ooh, of plastic so it's not going to leach into the juice either so can you see look at that look at the legs and tears it's taken forever to form but now here they come streaming like netflix <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh it's a, it's a very it's mercurial in look it's very it's very as we like to say here at tequila aficionado it's very shiny <laughs> now to be fair these bottles have been on our floor on my living room floor for a while maybe a, a few weeks wow there's a yeah. mine have been on the shelf back there i just yep. broke the seal before we yeah you have the cameras I gotta say, Rick, your library stunning. Your stunt library is stunning. That you know, you have you have every issue of tequila aficionado. <laughs> I'm running out of space. Yeah, it's join a, the club. It's a quality problem to have. Yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> and Rick's the kind of guy that actually does go out and buys tequila. I don't even have room for that. Okay, so I, if I go to a liquor store, it's for yeah. research only. <laughs> it's like. You know, we, you know, some people, you used to go to like um, coffee shops, you know, to have coffee and to go to uh, B. Dalton booksellers or, or, you know, just to read somebody's sit down, read a book. 
that's what I do with when I go to a, a liquor store. It's like, let's see, what what issue should I just go look at? Like, <laughs> look at the pricing. I'm like, I'm just such a nerd. It's just crazy. And then I go, people watch too. Man, What's, what are people buying these days? Look you know? at all these. They're just hanging there. It's really beautiful to look at. Rick's been enchanted by the look. It looks like it's going to have some nice mouthfeel. Uh, the legs are not too too thick or too thin, but it's a it's a it's a healthy it's a healthy legs and tears. Okay, now you gotta you gotta smell you gotta nose this thing because I'm getting all kinds of notes in here. Wow, it's got everything. Yeah, see, I thought I thought it was just I thought it was just me, that it, you know, because they were sealed up until like a few minutes ago before we got on camera. I'm getting floral and citrus. Yeah, but it, there's a there was a, an initial agave denseness at the very top layer. Yeah. And now yeah, that definitely. it's opening up, now that it's opened up, you're right. At the bottom is a, more of a floral, a floral and the, the a baked little bit fruity, is more there. floral than flu, fruity. And that denseness is still there, though. That's that baked agave denseness that that I really enjoy. And it, it it was the it was the only element that I could I could perceive on the cork, being that the cork was right. plastic, you know, or lex or lexiplastic or lex lexan or whatever the hell. It's a very shiny looking, clear and shiny looking plastic. Wow, there's almost a little bit of fennel in here, which. Which yeah. can, right which can sometimes lead to anise but it's more fennel it's more it's more you know herbal than than spice and there's some herbaceousness in here too man like um i think i might be getting a hint of dill i'll buy that I'll buy dill or even um, rosemary, mm. but you but dill would mean that it kind of it kind of it leans toward brininess a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's why I said fennel and I didn't say anise because it wasn't as sweet as anise or as a spice. Mm -hmm. It was more you know more herbaceous and more that direction. Yeah, and very minimal alcohol. I mean, it's just doing its job. It's just presenting the 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 notes to us. Wow, just in the nose is what about complex. What about earth? Like, are you getting um, any sort of mineral notes on the nose? I think so. I, I I would say I would say that there is some minerality in there. Well, you said, you know, when you said uh, 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 dill. You know, brininess that kind of leans into into that minerality. Right. You know, it's not necessarily a matitan minerality. You know, where that's got the earth and the water. Yeah, but it's more subtle. You know, it's more like like a sea salt and sea breeze and you know that kind of thing. Right. Like that. living near the ocean, like Rick does. Well, he doesn't live near the ocean, but he can see it. The ocean. He's up high enough; he can see it. If I climb the mountain, I can see it. Yeah. 
So Rick, actually, Rick lives where I used to, I, in the same area where I used to live, only further further south. I used to live in Rancho Penasquitos, which is where north of Rancho and it's a little it's a little higher, you know. And and in those days, you could actually, uh, if there was no marine layer, you could see the ocean from the house that I was living in. So, but you're more in like you're in the valley. You're you're down in the valley, so you're a little it figures that you would be a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm. I'm just above Lake Hodges, and yeah, so okay. uh, Bernardo Mountains right here. And so a lot of times when I go on my hikes in the afternoon, I'll climb Bernardo Mountain, and from the top I can see all the way to the Pacific. Yep. Yeah, there's not a bad if you're living in the San Diego County area. There's not really not a bad view from anywhere. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm ready to dive right. in. I mean, yeah, the I nose go has in. been beautiful. I, I the, will say, gorgeous nose. But here we go. Agreed. Wow. Okay, I would my That was my first pass. I don't normally I don't normally take stock of the first pass cuz you just prime in the pump at that point. But just in the initial pass there's a lot of stuff going on. on this thing. Yeah. I'm getting huge, huge pepper. Pepper. I got like, um, I didn't get like, okay, that was my first pass. Let me, let me go in one more time, folks. For those of you listening mm -hmm. on the podcast, I'm going to go dive in one more time. I, I don't usually start with, you know, with my initial, because I, I, to be honest, before we come on camera, we always cleanse our palates anyway. So that first pass is never a good indicator. But man, I was impressed. <laughs> wow. It's just, it's got an excellent feel on the palate. It's um, it's uh, got a great viscosity to it. Um, the, the pepper effect is just huge. It's activating lots of different parts of the palate. Um, you get the, uh, there's, there's the baked agave there. Um, and uh, I'm getting, yeah, just uh, we were talking about minerality and uh, earlier I mentioned citrus. I'm getting just a little bit of like uh, maybe a salty lemon around the edges. Yeah, um, I got, there's a heavy baked agave flavor that lingers like a mezcal. I mean, it's coating the palate like a mezcal. Some people might even call it smoke, but it's not smoke. What yeah. I would, there's a there's an underlying bitterness. It's not bad. It's not off-putting. But the bitterness kind of leads to, um, you know how you were talking about, um, uh, you said on the nose that you were leaning toward dill. I got more dill that almost turned into mustard seed. Does that make any sense? Mm. It was like a, like a, it was a spice that I'm not familiar with in a tequila. It's deep. I mean. This has got a lot of character to it. Yeah. I've never, I've, these are, there are flavors here I've never had in a Blanco from this. Well, the distillery supposedly is in tequila. Uh, and we'll, we'll give you a little bit more of the ins and outs. So there's no telling where they're getting their agave, but this doesn't react right. and it doesn't act like a Highlands to me. 
to, does it to yeah. you at all? Because I, I don't, I don't get that. No, I, I think with, uh, you know, with the herbaceousness and um, uh, that kind of thing, I would peg it as lowlands agaves. There's earth. <clears throat> there's, there's a. Oh, I know. I'm talking about my mouthful. Mm. I'm sorry, folks. I don't normally do this, but I'm. I'm like, I'm speechless. Yeah, what this a, definitely what, stands on its own. Oh my God, I wouldn't even put this in a cocktail. You know, now I wonder, I wonder if it would react like a mezcal in a cocktail where when you add essentially water, it ends up just exploding. I don't know, good question. Because there's a lot going on here. Yeah, you know, this would be, if you would do if you and i last time rick and i got together he, he had never heard of the term ranch water he looked it up because he's not from texas you know i i was living there for eight years i, I still got my san antonio t-shirt on but ranch water is very popular where it's you know it's a it's a splash of soda and tequila maybe a little bit of lime maybe not maybe some maybe a pinch yeah. of, of salt um or or, or old or, school they would have called that a tequila ricky well yeah exactly right and and so I think if this were like a like a, a a ranch water, it would like sing. It would probably just open yeah. up completely. Like, like so a I just threw a I just threw a splash of water in here to see what it would do. And it really did change. The well, yeah. uh, the citrus component is just exploding now. And well, you, uh, uh, David Searle was the one that told me year, years ago on one of our first initial trips together. And he said, you know, tequila is so complex, one drop of water will change the flavor profile. And of course, the first time it, he and I were together, that was eight, nine years ago, maybe longer, over 10. So tequila, you know, the, the processes for tequila have, have advanced so much, but this, this tequila's got like so much character I don't even recall an old school tequila tasting like this. There, there, there are profiles, there are things going on on this thing. I thought the nose was complex. Oh my gosh, the flavor profile and the finish. How's your yeah. finish? I'm getting, um, you know, this, uh, the numbness on the gums and the pepper effect, it's lingering. This yeah. is exquisite. It's really wonderful. You know what, um, as we've been doing more and more mezcals, um, I've been finding myself gravitating toward those when I'm just, you know, on my own having yeah, a drink yeah. um, because there's just, you know, the, there's just so much character there. And uh, the uh, te- a lot of the tequilas we've been getting um, have been more... Uh, I don't know, more, uh, more mainstream or refined or there's, you know, the flavor, the flavors and the profiles are more delicate. Whereas right. the mezcal, you know, they just come up and hit you in the side of the head with a bat with the profile. Yes. Right. Yep. Um, yep. I agree. I agree. And I think but this is really, this, this is really, you know, sort of punching up the profile for uh, what you might typically expect from a, from a Blanco tequila. 
Well, you know, the last time you and I did a tequila that had this much character in it, it was um, uh, it was El Bastón del Rey, the Blanco, because of the way that they cooked it. It was like an underground stone ovens. You know, they, they cooked it very right. much like a like a ricea. So it had a really different flavor profile. The, the other the aged versions got sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. Which is okay. That's all right. But the, that Blanco really had a lot. Remember, it had a lot of character. But this one yeah. has way more depth, like you said, with like a like a more like a mezcal. Because I said, having had several ricias, I said this tequila reacts like a ricia, but this one reacts more like a like a mezcal. It really coats the palate with that flavor, that baked agave flavor. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's give let's give you the, what we know. I mean, we didn't get a whole lot of information. Um, let me give you the, the name of the gnome number, and I'll give you some of the some of the tequilas that come out of there. So you just you get an idea. It's the de Reyes. It says Casa Reyes Barajas, and if you folks are old enough, you might remember uh, de Reyes uh, tequila, and they, de Reyes used to make a great. They used to call it, it was an almond flavored tequila. And in New Mexico, it sold like crazy. Everybody loved it because it was so natural and so well-made. It was probably the only tequila from that distillery. It's 1507. That's the num number. And most of the brands that come out of there all belong to them. You have uh, R.B. de Reyes Torito, R.B. de Reyes Natural, Jesus Reyes, Reserva Familiar, Tequila de, de Don Jesus. All of these belong to them. They all have their name on it. And this one does not. Uh, they do make El Caballo Estrella, which I've heard of before, but I've never seen in the U.S. I, I believe I may have seen it in Mexico. But uh, it's a handful of brands that come out of there. And it's like maybe 10. Wait, wait, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. All right. And this is the first one, other than the Dureus, that they don't make anymore. That, that almond flavored tequila, they don't make it anymore, to my knowledge. And it used to come in a it used to come in a brown, remember those milk of magnesia brown bottles that you couldn't see through? It was just a plain, it looked like an apothecary bottle, but just old. That's what the Dureus uh, almond flavored tequila used to come in. And I probably have a bottle, an empty bottle somewhere stashed in one of my collections. And uh, so that was the last time and only time I'd ever had any tequilas coming from this distillery. So this is really the first one. And we were, we were made aware of this when the importer, um, in fact, I'll, let me, let me, give you the name of the importer and they do have a QR code here. Ale, Alebrije Spirits out of San Antonio. That's interesting. Um, and they do have a QR code that probably leads to, if we snap it, we probably get to their website or or something similar. Um, Rick, is this a brand of promise? Absolutely. Ah. Brand of promise nominee folks in that Blanco category. What uh I, I don't. I, I, I can't find a price point on it. Oh, tell me. Do, do I have to like? Do I have to sell my house to get it? <laughs> I 
Rick can't believe it either. He's looking at his at his phone going, that can't be right. <laughs> All right. I pulled up. Where am I at? I'm at estoicoindigo.com. And I clicked on their store link. And I'm seeing 1,890 for that's the Blanco. But that's pesos. So now you're trying to convert pesos <laughs> to dollars? Yeah. Because it's all in Spanish. I mean, I, I, this must be just making it to our shores or, you know, to the border anyway. Wow. Well, the site I'm on is in English. And it's a, it's a .com. It's not a .mx. Well, that doesn't mean anything either. Yeah. All of it's circumstantial evidence. I object. <laughs> so, folks, we're drilling down because I, there, this Blanco is so magnificent. It, it's, I, I don't, there aren't tequilas out there that are being made like this in larger batches. And if you're not familiar, in fact, like Rick was saying, if you're not, if you're not exploring mezcals now, this kind of quality will probably turn you off. But if you are exploring mezcals and, and you, you miss what it's like to have old school tequilas, you're looking at it. Because this is so old, I can't remember tasting anything like this. And I've been around for 23 years. Yeah, but, you know, it's like an old school tequila with, with this much flavor would probably be pretty fuerte as well. And we're not getting that here. No. So it's like all the great things about modern tequilas, plus the big punch that, you know, you would get with an old school one. Wow. That's amazing. This is an amazing tequila. The Dureas family is back. I'm, now I'm getting some orange notes. Yeah, I'm getting more, 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 uh, but they're like blossoms. It's almost like right, right now, right? Because it right now, uh, I think it, it's the middle of springtime here in, in Southern California. I've got an orange tree and a, it's a combination orange and lemon tree. Don't ask why. But right now it's flowering and you got, you have, you know, if you go out in the backyard right now, it's a beautiful time to get, you have the lemon blossom aromas coming at you. We have a, a trellis that's full of jasmine. I'm getting jasmine on this. This is what it reminds me of. I'm getting mm. a little bit of jasmine blossom because jasmine is a, in, in Latin American countries, it's more aromatic because of the humidity in the air. So, but in Southern California, we have a lot of dry air. And so it's, it's a bit lighter. But it still reminds me of of that. So first, yeah. when we open I'm it, not, I'm not trying to make a pun here, but the aroma is intoxicating. <laughs> well, you know, we spent we spent like 15, 20 minutes before we. That's not that's unlike us because most of the time when we get you know we narrow down the nose and we go okay, let's see what let's see how it opens up in, in the, on the palate. But the nose is enchanting. Mm. This is this is unlike. Any tequila that we've had in years, Rick, you're one of our you're one of our senior tasters. You and I have not shared something like this, I don't think ever. Ever. 
And like I said, the one that comes close is El Bastón del Rey, only because of the cooking method. But yeah. it was different. Yeah, I wonder, you know, I wonder if they're like, what are the tweaks they're doing in their process? The only information we could find, well, you found it. So why don't you read that off? Because yeah. I mean, I can read it off too, if you've got uh, it. You know, they're, it, it seems like they're using, you know, standard quality equipment. Um, they're, uh, they're using a Molino, um, a roller mill to, for right. uh, extraction. Uh, they've got uh, uh, brick ovens um, for baking. Um, I don't know how long they're baking. I would say they're baking at least 72 hours. Gotta be, um, yeah. And uh, then um, what, they've got uh, copper pot stills. Uh, uh -huh. They're using uh, stainless steel vats for fermentation, uh, spring water. Right, and the fermentation is without without fibers, which is really- Without fibers. Yeah, it's interesting to me because, because there's a denseness there's a denseness that you and I sensed that you get with mezcals that are fermented with their fibers, right? With the fibers, yeah. Um, let me see if the box, I can read Spanish and I can probably translate it for you very quickly if I can, if it's giving us anything, um, but I'm not sure. There's a, there's a little panel of information here. Otherwise there's no real info on the box. Okay, here we go. Uh, procesos artesanales y tra tradiciones ancestrales. So it's uh, uh, artisanal uh, processes, but the traditions are ancestral. Siete años es el tiempo en que los agaves toman lentamente. So they're using seven years, supposedly, um, to get natural sugars from the from their from their. They are considered a lowlands tequila. Uh, the El Valle de Tequila. Uh, durante estos años se requiere fir uh, firmeza y ser serenidad ante cualquier cambio impestivo. Okay, well, now they're just singing. It's natural. Uh, the, the moment distillations uh, serán pasables hasta encontrar el equilibrio perfecto para cada gota. God, patience, uh, firmness, serenity in one bottle they got it i'm yeah. sold Brenda promised I was like, folks. you know this 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 one bottle could cover your whole summer soiree because you know if you've got your you know your real tequila aficionados you just you just pour it neat um if you want to go with something light put a splash of uh, uh carbonated water and a wedge of orange in there and it would just be gorgeous um if you want your margarita you just you know you, you could do the same thing as a splash probably, of carbonated water oh you know just, and then just a little wedge of lime and a little bit of agave nectar and you've got your margarita but you know how you were talking about using it like a mezcal? I bet if you used a, a, a more mainstream tequila for your margarita and float this on top like a mezcal, like a mezcal floater. Yeah. And, and you yeah, know, but I'm thinking if you're going to mix with this, just mix. Don't mix with anything that's going to overpower it because you really want you want this to come out. Oh, so just oh, use yeah. a light hand when you're mixing, you know, and, like you know, uh, and, if you want to go if you want to go the Paloma route you know, some carbonated water and a little splash of grapefruit juice or something. Well, there, there's everything is in this. 
there's like brininess, there's herbaceousness, there's baked agave, there's sweetness, there's an underlying sweetness, there's floral, mm-hmm. there's blossoms, there's, oh my God. You know what? I can't wait to jump into the Reposado. So why don't we sign off? I know. <laughs> why don't we sign off? And stick with us, folks. We're going to come back. We're going to have the Estoico. I know, Estoico Indigo. I, I don't get it. I don't know who that is. I don't know if that's O and R. Okay. Uh, that's the name of the tequila, folks. If you see it out there, what are you paying for it? First of all, leave us a comment. Are you give paying $2,000 for it? <laughs> are you paying 2,000 pesos for it, which is what, 200 bucks maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't have the calculator out me, on me right now, the, 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 you know, the, the currency calculator. Um, this, this flavor profile would be completely lost in the Asian market. They wouldn't go for it. I got to tell you right now, it's not going to happen. Not with this kind of quality. They will never. I mean, the box is, you know, beautiful, but the flavor profile would not do well, in my opinion. All right. And I did do a podcast with a, a, a Chinese national uh, not too long ago who lives in, in Houston, um, who's very more familiar with the culture in that area, which is they're still dealing with in, in China and in Shanghai and, and uh, the main countries there. They're still dealing with um, uh, the cocktail culture. It's just it's just taken off for them, so they're like you know they're like years behind us right now. So all I can say is stick with us, folks. If you've had it before, tell us what you're paying for it. Leave us a comment. Give us a like. Follow us on all of the social media channels. That's right. We're even on MySpace. No, we're not. Uh, <laughs> we're on TikTok. No, we're not. We're on Rumble. No, we're not. Uh, but you know who cares? Just follow us on all the major ones that you follow uh, follow us on. And, you know, whatever you do, folks, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. <laughs>